0: package
1: feels like hey Mike you okay yeah. you take the ugly one no you take the ugly one I'll take the ugly one uh, which one's
2: the ugly one yo what up super house podcast listeners this is super house episode 114 and today, uh, Andrew and I are going to be interviewing um, uh, s- martial arts stunt actor Nick Palma, who was uh, the, ma- uh, in the Michelangelo suit in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, as well as various stunts on TMNT 3. Um, he also has done some really good work on a bunch of other cool projects uh, that'll be coming up next.
0: My name is Stefan and I am joined by Andrew. What's up? So, first of all, thanks for coming on. Uh, Nick, can I call you Nick? Yeah, no, please do.
1: I mean, that is my name. I don't have my shell on at the moment. But, but uh, yeah, I'm actually, well, we considered ourselves the Fight Turtles or the Action Fight Turtles slash Fight Turtles. Um, and I can explain it for you if you want. If yeah, go wrong. ahead. All right. So, basically, when the turtle movies, uh, the, the way we had it, they had two sets of turtles. One were the actors who had the $30,000 – Animatronic head on top, uh, right. and the 60-pound and battery pack behind their shells. Uh, so basically, they, they had their own costume and they had the more expensive equipment. And so, so we were the action turtles. Everything that the actors could not do, we did. And then basically, um, that was the you know the backflips, the martial arts, you know the, the the fighting with the weapon weaponry and so forth, and small Balls. Uh, And why I I say that I'm the action fight turtle as opposed to the stunt turtle is because there was an actual stunt man, uh, heavy duty, who did all the heavy duty stunts, not for all the turtles. That means, you know, myself, Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, and also uh, Splinter, uh, Shredder, anybody that needed these heavy duty uh, falls or or thrown across the, the studios, you know, with these ratchets and air rams. And his name was Tom DeWeer, and so okay. I don't want to take that stage away from him. You know, he was he was awesome, and and so that's that's why I consider myself the action fight turtle. Um,
0: uh, as kind of a martial arts fan myself, I wanted to ask: Did they? Was there kind of an emphasis on using Japanese martial arts in this, or was it just kind of a mixed thing?
1: It was a mixed thing because uh, um, I personally I I studied uh choi le foot initially when i first started the martial arts which right when i was 13 choi le foot are are you familiar with that style no
0: i'm not is that chinese
1: it is a chinese southern chinese um, kung fu style that emphasized on strong horse stances and a lot of hand techniques low and low swift kicks that really didn't go too high beyond the waist right Uh, and so that's you know when bruce lee learned his martial art you've heard of wing chung yes yes okay well in hong kong he usually fought the choi le foot schools so it's kind of like the wing chung against the choi le foot where it is how it went and um in hong kong so choi le foot is pretty popular it's kind of comes along the same lines of the southern fist from the hungar uh hungar kung fu kung fu i don't know if you've ever heard that yeah song. i have a little bit yes okay. yes so it's kind of branched out from there and um and anyway, if you know if you've seen these old martial arts movies, it's it's, it's displayed a lot in that when they're finding that the hand techniques are long range. A lot of hand techniques. The kicks were a little, you know, lower. They won't really to the head as much, but um, but you really felt the kicks.
0: Nice. The lower part of your body. Yeah. So when, whenever you started the job on on Ninja Turtles two, was it basically? Uh, what they tell you was there any, or, or you just kind of followed orders like this is the choreography, or was there anything like we wanted to be like this, we wanted to seem like, like a yeah. Chinese martial art here, or what? I mean, yeah. what, what exactly oh, yeah. was well, the direction?
1: Okay. So I guess I didn't finish that. That, that uh, question. no, it's okay. So basically, I was Foot, but a lot of uh, the other guys, like uh, Stephen Ho, who's Donatello, Action Turtle or Fight Turtle, was uh, was American Karate. Uh, Hossam okay. Park, who is the Raphael action turtle or fight turtle was uh was wushu kung fu and then uh larry lamb uh who was leonardo action turtle fight turtle he was uh taekwondo so they there was a mixture of different martial arts and we you know we, they didn't really say you know they basically just just took it as martial arts you know so they didn't really put an emphasis on a style of martial art it was just a matter of just just you know the, the turtles displaying their martial arts skills and they didn't really emphasize what, you know, what style it came from. But, but the way we broke it down is, um, by the way, you know, when I, I got that job by, uh, by it, within a week, uh, I'll tell you how I got the job. I went, I was actually at Black Belt Magazines with, uh, with a prominent martial artist at the time that I, that I was renting a room out of his house. And I don't know if you're familiar with Eric Lee of the seventies, you're probably too young, but he was, Eric Lee was considered the Little King of Katas in the 1970s and all the, on the tournament circuit. Well, they were doing some articles for him at Black Boat. He mentioned to them that I had just moved from San Francisco to LA to get into the movies. Um, They mentioned that there's this, they were looking for the one turtle left in this movie about turtles and which I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even know about the turtles, what it was about and so forth. I was just coming in off the street. Um, And so, So basically, they told me the stunt coordinator's name, which was Pat Johnson, the fight choreographer. Uh, And he lived in the valley, which is the San Fernando Valley. They gave me his address. I I kind of got my photo and resume together. I went to his house and I knocked on his door. No, I didn't knock on his door. What I did is I put it in his my my photo and resume in his mailbox. Um, The next day, he calls me up. And the day after that, I went for like a little audition at this uh, martial arts school at the end of that week I was on a plane to London being fitted to be one of the turtles. So it happened that fast. I just happened to be at the right place, right time, right height. And, you know, and I, and right skills, I guess.
0: And you were Uh, Michelangelo mainly.
1: I was Michelangelo on the second movie I was contracted to do. Yeah. To work as Michelangelo.
0: So did you, did you have like uh, nunchuck skills coming into this? Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. See uh, again, when I was a young kid, um, um, I was 13 years old in 1973, and, um, and that's when Bruce Lee hit the scene. So Enter the Dragon hit in, I think it was August of 1973. Bruce Lee had died a month before in, in July. So I'm 13, we, you know, me and a group of uh, my friends, we go see Enter the Dragon. I mean, by that, that changed my life from that day on. Um, the next week I was in a martial arts school. It could have been any style. I would have not known the difference at that time. <laughs> it just, it just so happened to be, you know, Chinese Kung Fu, shortly Lee Uh, again, I, I, I was raised in San Francisco. So I was in the sunset district. Uh, in any case, um, so, so basically, you know, everybody wanted to be Bruce Lee, and me included. So I tried to be, <laughs> Learned the numchucks and I kept on banging myself, but you know, I persisted and, uh, and that's. What I had to display when I went for the audition for the, being one of the turtles as well, which which was my nunchuck skills as well. Cool. nice. So yeah, yeah.
0: You were actually answering a lot of my questions that I already uh, already had planned here. But um, so you didn't know much about Ninja Turtles coming into this, really?
1: Yes, really. I, I didn't. I you know I I don't think I even saw that. I may have saw the first movie. I mean it, I thought it was pretty good. But, again, I didn't realize that they're going to make another two. You know, I didn't, I didn't connect the dots, maybe. But uh, when they did mention that um, Turtle movie, it, it didn't click that it was the first one that I had seen.
0: Oh, uh, right, so, right, right.
1: Yeah, so I didn't I didn't know.
0: Like, for people like Stefan and I, Stefan and I were born in 84, right? You are 84, right, Stefan? Yeah. So this was, like, the first big thing for us. Uh, the Ninja big Turtles World. boom, that was, like, our shit back in the day. Yeah, yeah.
1: you were right at that age, yeah. Huh? Six,
0: Right. Man. Yeah, we were sick, so it was like, uh, I mean, just like martial arts related stuff. I think, honestly, looking back on it now, it seems like the early 90s were, were, st- were still kind of and um, in, very influenced by the 80s martial arts scene. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think if you look back at that time period, you had Ninja Turtles and, like, I, I mean, even G.I. Joe, to a certain extent, were using... Um, you know, martial arts. And um, it just seemed like there was a lot of martial arts and all kinds of stuff. There was the three ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. think at
2: the time it had like the page where it was like learn self-defense and had the guy throwing those really stiff kicks and punches at the other guy. Right, right, just, right. right. Oh, man, that's badass. I want to do that. And,
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, no, there was a lot going around. And, and I think the Turtles and then the, the Power Rangers kind of came out of that yeah. as well. Um and yes. yeah you're right about the three the three ninjas in Hollywood or something where I remember that yeah. also Martial Law I don't re- I don't know if you remember that series Martial Law yeah. was with Salmo Hung
2: yeah which,
1: which you guys remember uh you guys are familiar with Enter the Dragon yes yeah okay so you remember <laughs> sorry remember, okay who isn't right, right. <laughs> but, but remember Bruce Lee was fighting at the at the Shaolin Temple in the opening scene yeah and you know that that was Salmo Hung.
2: Yeah, the one he's in. They have like they're in that like MMA style kind of garb too. They have the exactly. short, small gloves and the short shorts and stuff. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. So you know that's why they consider Bruce Lee the father of MMA.
2: Yeah. Uh, definitely. Right. Right. Right, right.
1: But yeah, he was fighting Salmo Hung at that time, which was a seventeen-year-old cool. kid. Oh
2: no, wow. shit.
1: Yeah, but he was really—he's very acrobatic. You could see he did those back handsprings. Yeah. He just—he took those falls really good. And I don't yeah. know if you know this, but in the dungeon scene, of Adventure of the dragon. Um, he fought Jackie Chan.
2: Yeah. There's you like pictures know? of them him in the background on the set and stuff like that. And like,
1: right, right. So when the guy behind him, yeah, he grabs, he grabs Bruce Lee. And then he, then, you know, he throws Jackie Chan in front of him and snaps his neck. Yeah. Which, uh, and again, sure. he was a 17-year-old kid as well. Legend, yeah. But, I guess, but everybody has to get their start somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. Sammo right. Hung and Jackie Chan—they uh, did a lot together after that as well, didn't they? Oh yeah, they were. There were three, yeah. three of them. Which I don't forgot the other uh, guys' name. Y- Yuen Bao, I think. I think.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, they guys, those guys, really had a monopoly on the Hong Kong
0: yeah. and yeah.
2: fighting scenes.
0: Very so good. On. Uh, well, actually, I wanted to ask. So you you get cast in Ninja Turtles 2 as the, uh, what would you call it, the stunt turtle, the fight turtle? Well,
1: yeah, the fight turtle.
0: Fight turtle. So, what I mean, just what was it like going on to that set? Because you were going into probably one of the biggest movies that were going to come out that year or the next year. The the first one was a, was a hit as far as I remember. I was young, but I, I mean, looking at online and stuff, it must have been a hit because I got a sequel. So, mm-hmm. it was probably a very big thing going on, so... Like, what was it like yeah, th- training and fighting on set, doing those scenes?
1: No, it was exciting. Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, so we, so we did get, you know, I, okay, we, we had. When I got the, the, you know, the job, I had three months before we, we had the report to the, to the, you know, to to the movie basically right. before they were going to start shooting, so or you know start the movie. So basically, they gave me, they sent me some hands of Michelangelo, you know, the turtle, so that I can get used to Ooh. familiarize myself with the uh Damn. for those three months and so forth. They didn't send me the whole suit, which was too bad, because that would have really helped out a lot in doing that back handsprings and just the <laughs> fighting yeah. and so forth. But but, uh, but basically, um, we had three months. But when we got there, and it was filmed not in L.A., it was filmed over in North Carolina at the Caracol Studios, in uh, wilmington north carolina nice okay. uh, yeah it was really a beautiful place we uh we ended up uh, me and a couple of other turtles were roommates we had a house on Wrightsville beach for that for those three months but it Ooh. took three months to do the first four weeks we when we got there we um you know they kind of toured us around showed us the sets and so forth showed us the uh mean which we had seen within those three months too because a couple of times i was i was flown to london england where the creature shop had their headquarters i was fitted there and then um it was just like two weekends you know within that three months Mm -hmm. but uh but but basically we we tried on our costumes and we you know moved around in them and so forth we started to choreograph everything for the first month for four weeks we choreographed everything that we could and the things that we couldn't do with the cost you know that we thought we could But before we had tried the costumes on, then we had to re choreograph it to make it fit, Um, you know, you know, to make it flow and and look Mm -hmm. presentable, basically. So you had four weeks of rehearsal during that time, the the actor and the puppeteer were kind of working together to kind of train themselves to, um, you know, to kind of uh, to be ready for the shoot as well. So it it took four, four weeks to get ready. Then it took eight weeks to film. and it was very really exciting to do because i mean uh once we were on set for the actual thing um we we had you know we had to work those long hours but any chance we get we just kind of tear off i don't know andrew if you remember when i was at the comic-con i you know i tore off my head yeah i would be there and that's what we did we'd tear off every limb we could uh and just you know just kind of relax and be ready well we really couldn't relax all the time but because you know if you got too cold then when you had to do your scene you were cold and you may you know you could have gotten injured so we right. try to keep at least a little warm but always on the ready to, to you know be, to be ready to do the scene
0: nice and were the suits like super restrictive or was it was it did you have to change a lot from your original original choreography or what
1: uh, not a whole lot there was one scene that in the in the um, it was the nightclub scene that I wish uh, I wish we would have done the choreography that I that I liked, that I had in mind. Cause cause Pat Johnson asked each of us, you know, what what's your what's your special technique that you want to, you know, you to do. And so you know, we tried. He tried to work what we had to offer. Um, but but uh, but in the in the uh, nightclub scene, I remember I wanted to do a scene where they're chasing me against the wall, and they got my me backed up against the wall. Two, two foot soldiers or two bad guys. And mm-hmm. then what i do is I was going to throw a punch at one of them. He'd grab my hand and throw me into the other guy. And then they would kind of ram me into the into the wall and then kind of take me away from the wall and ram me <laughs> again. But as they were to ram me up the second time, I would run up that wall and punch a backflip behind them kind of.
2: Cool. And
1: then kind of take them out that way. I, we didn't get to film that one. I wish I, wish I could have shown that one. Uh,
2: um, yeah, that was great. I
1: mean, maybe I'll have to hire some foot soldiers today and try that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's always true. bothered me because I've always
0: wanted to <laughs> in the movie. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Yeah, that would have been a good one.
0: Yeah. But, uh, what was your favorite move that got into the movie?
1: Uh, Let's see. Well, my nunchucking really helped me a lot when I, when, you know, because uh, like I said, I, I mean, I just, I could whip those things back then. and, and, uh, <laughs> and that, So that kind of got me into it but but it was a different thing once I did have the complete costume on because I couldn't do a lot of the stuff that I I would like to have shown um, it just you know and I was I guess I was to be honest I was more apprehensive because it was my big break so to speak I mean I, I wasn't very seasoned going into the to the turtle movie it was kind of like my first big break I had done a couple of previous things but they weren't nothing on that scale and just that whole thing kind of was a little intimidating you know yeah but uh so i didn't want a chance you know what i mean it, it costs yeah. money to kind of go over and over again to get it right so, so it's like we try to keep it as simple yet you know try to make it dynamic at the same time if, if you know what i mean
2: yeah
0: cool yeah have you kind of followed the ninja turtles over the years since then no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean,
1: no, not at yeah. all. And to be quite honest, I mean, um, I hadn't even seen the movie that I did about for about ten years. Wow. So, so basically, when the next franchise came out, uh, I didn't. Well, at first, I didn't want to see that franchise when they first throw, showed the uh, uh, the commercials. Yeah. You know, but it, but the first commercial I saw, you know, that, that didn't look like them at all. What the heck are yeah. they doing? So so then, then about you know, three weeks, four weeks later, the, another commercial came out, and they kind of added more to it, and it still didn't. You know, I didn't want to see it, but then you know, once the third one commercial came out, um, I, I decided, you know, maybe I'll go see it, and so I ended up seeing it, and um, and I I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I knew it was it, it was nothing like what we we did, yeah. but but the thing about the this new one is that it got the ball rolling again for. For me again. In other words, cool. people who saw the new one now are are your age, and so they had kids, and they go, we, "No, those 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 aren't the turtles." And so they told their kids, "I'm going to show you the real turtles." So we they go back and see the old, <laughs> version.
2: Yeah, and yeah. and I
1: actually did the same thing, and I was surprised to kind of to to see it's. I was really surprised how well the old version kept up. In other words, it was Matt. It, it was what am I trying to say? It's a classic so it was we made magic back there you know jim henson and the creature shop the animatronics it was all very cool how they did it not not and you know i mean they're all they're two separate franchises yeah Uh, i gotta thank this new franchise because i wouldn't be talking to you i i don't think (laughs) if it didn't didn't come out but (laughs) but but that's here's the thing too so at that point i started to um I started to uh, go to Comic-Cons and I went to a Comic-Con and then I was looking for a suit and then I was turned on to this guy in Corona who made the turtle suits his name is Daniel Bravo cool. and uh, and he told me about all these different subcultures from the turtles that had evolved that I was never aware of and it was I mean they know more about stuff that about the turtles than I do but that's the scary part and you guys probably do too <laughs>
0: Stefan is our resident uh, ninja, ninja turtles expert here. So okay. try and keep a tab on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you gotta okay. you gotta you gotta think about this though. I mean, like as like for like what Bruce Lee was for you and just a generation ten years before us. Right. Uh that's what Ninja Turtles were were for us, you know, like at that at that age range, sorry, Andrew, at that no age good. range
2: it was like the most accessible way to kind of like get into martial arts without like strictly being in like a karate class or something um so it was like yeah like kind of what andrew was saying that that they were kind of our bruce lee and that led to bruce lee and jackie chan and jet lee and Sammo hung and all those guys but you know it's like all the other cartoons were kind of like they either pandered to the fact that you're a child and you probably don't know any better or it just wasn't very creative to begin with so the turtles came out you're like oh my god it's so weird and it's got like ninja moves
1: right Right. no yeah no I, I understand completely yeah. that's that's what I when I talk to a lot of you know the people at the comic-cons now they they say the same thing because right you had an emotional tie to the to, to that because yeah. you're, you're at a early age like that no but that just goes to show the power of media too film
2: yeah right? definitely
1: exactly I mean it's crazy but that's very exciting yeah so I'm ready yeah. to do a new movie whenever they oh do. that would be yeah, <laughs>
0: that no, awesome.
1: yeah, no, would be awesome cool. it, it might be one where live action meets computer yeah generation. who knows
2: yeah but probably yeah we, we've talked about it before of like you know the possibility of there being like a grittier take on it or like a more adult take that's closer to like the original comics right. uh, than the cartoon or something like that would be really cool to see yeah. with like practical effects and all
1: no, that would in fact the first one was kind of like that right I mean, right it yeah next, exactly i think 89 88 or something like that those guys were hong kong stunt guys i don't know if you're you know that golden harvest um you know was the guys who did the turtles uh and they hired they were hong kong stunt guys who were the action turtles in that in the first mo- turtle movie and then they went sag and plus they also got a, a boatload of of letters from parents because parents you know were upset at all the weaponry and stuff like that that's why in the second movie you don't see any of that you know they have their weapons but they never really use them to, to defend themselves they always use other things like the combat cold cuts or the yeah. Moyo, um, yeah. you yeah know, stuff like yeah. that so that's the reason they had to lighten up on on the violence but i guess they did yeah. a good job because um <coughs> A lot of people do like the second one because of the slapstick and and the comical aspects of it. So, yeah.
0: Are you still practicing Choi Lee Foot? Is that the name of it?
1: Well, yeah. Here, see, here's the thing again. Like, like Bruce Lee was Mr. Versatile. So I not yeah. only practiced Choi Lee Foot for, for seven years, from, from the age of 13 to 20, my teacher was this guy in the Sunset District called Jimmy Ming Wong. Mm-hmm. And um and today's grandmaster Doc Phi Wong, but um but in <laughs> any case um uh, I also at that time frame I also I boxed I won some Golden Gloves you know I uh, wrestled I did gymnastics I fenced you know I I did gymna- you know, I did anything and everything that I could to be Bruce Lee so I was all <laughs> over all over the board I was you know trying to be that that Mr Versatil- t- talent, versatility versatility um, I was also. St- in Korea back in uh, 82 to 83 and so at that point I ended up taking taekwondo and because of my boxing and my Lee foot my hands were already good but it wasn't until I took taekwondo that my feet also um, got got to be very balanced very good as well so that really even maybe more versatile so to speak um, so yeah, I took that. I ended up, yeah, I took a lot of things, you guys. I'm sorry. I can list a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, that can be good. That can be bad, but that was my journey. Um, but, uh, but now these days I'm trying to hone it all down and just, um, trying to get that philosophy where Bruce Lee, you know, ended up, you know, his JKD, Jeet Kune Do. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of, you know, trying to hone it down to that point. These last years i've been kind of involved with the bruce lee foundation um and and trying to go to their seminars and learn about what bruce lee you know what was going Mm -hmm. through his mind when he was creating his own type of concepts or martial arts or however you want to say about you know what he developed so for me i'm kind of whittling back down but
0: nice
2: yeah. yeah awesome i love bruce lee
1: no, no. I mean, like I say, I, I, if, I would have loved to have met him. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I have met his, and I actually met his son, uh, year years oh, ago. Oh wow! And, yeah, I met him um, when, he, when his son was fifteen, and, and I was twenty at the time. And I got to say, the guy still towered over me. Oh so wow! I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I guess what I. I'm always gonna be a small guy, I guess, but uh, but his daughter's <laughs> very nice, his wife is very nice, uh, very good people. Awesome. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weight on their shoulders, I think, though. And I, I, I really like think they're taking the
2: a, and, What's that? To, to like uphold the legacy or something,
1: yeah, just right, you know, I mean, because you know, just his whole estate, his old philosophies, and yeah, everything. you know, they wow. do have the foundation. Uh, Shannon, the da- you know his daughter uh, is the president of it, and yeah. she, she heads it. But but I'm sure there's a lot that she has to upkeep, and you know, just yeah. it's 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 been very difficult. so I think she, they mentioned that for years they never had, um, you know, they didn't have anything. Um, like they never copyrighted any of his stuff because they could they couldn't it was just out there you know at that time oh, wow that early 70s so they didn't really see anything for a long time and and so it was a struggle for them to kind of they're trying to hone, hone in on that and trying to you know control it now because yeah I mean you know it's it's, it's, his, it's his estate and there there are his you know family and stuff so that's a, probably a difficult thing to do because it's like wildfire fire right now it's all over the place. Yeah. So in any case, um, I still, tr- you know, try to support them as best I can.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. 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 Stefan, do you have any questions?
2: Um, yeah, a couple actually. Um, were there any, that being like your kind of breakout role, were there any uh, lessons that you learned on, during that experience? I mean, I'm sure there was plenty, but anything that really stuck out to you that you've carried on in your career?
1: Uh, yeah, well, just to be at the right place at the right time.
2: No. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, when you're
1: on set, you know, I mean, you're there for one specific purpose, of course, yeah. and that's for, for the producers, for those people to have this movie made. Yeah. So, you know, just to, uh, you know, just uh, to tell let, let people where, you know, tell people where, where you are at the time and, you know, mm-hmm. just to make sure you're always at hand and ready to go. Yeah. Uh, so I try to carry that work ethic on my other movies as wow. well. For sure. And, yeah. But the only trouble is nobody really saw my face on that movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, I, I, so it was a hard to make a career. Yeah. yeah. And which, you know, I wanted to do. But um, but in any case, we did have a cameo. I don't know if you guys know that. So in the disco scenes, you could see Leonardo, the action, the fight turtle guy on that, Larry Lamb's in that. I'm also in In the disco scene as well And I think Stephen Ho And wholesome Park as well Yeah
2: Whoa, That's awesome I'll have to look out for you guys Next time I watch it Yeah
1: Yeah for sure
2: Which will probably be tonight Because now I'm like really excited (laughs) I'm gonna
1: go I'm gonna go see it too So No I'm just
2: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome Um so yeah. Also on your IMDb, I saw that you were a stunt performer in Newsies. That's like one of my favorite movies from a kid, being a kid too. It's like one of the, like a musical that I really yeah. liked. Yes, yeah, so it, a it
1: was a musical. Yeah. Although I didn't sing on it. No, I yeah. Was, yeah. I was I was, a, I was a stunt Newsie. So basically, because um, cool. of my height, I mm-hmm. was, you know, a kid and stuff on that and that. Uh, so when, so basically, when the police officers and stuff are throwing mm. around the little. Newsies, yeah. one of those guys that they pick up and throw, and so oh forth.
2: wow, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But that, that the guy who picked me up in that, who is the police officer, um, are you guys familiar with Andy Armstrong?
2: Uh uh-uh. okay,
1: no. well, he, I think he did all the well, now he's pretty big because I think he did Spider Man stuff. He's the oh cool stunt coordinator, he's a heavy duty stunt coordinator these days. But at that time, you know, he was also a stunt coordinator at that time, but he was the wow. guy
2: that
1: police officer threw me around. But he hired me, see. Mike Vendrell hired me for Newsies. Mike Vendrell was the stunt coordinator for Newsies, but also for um, Kung Fu's the series. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Series? Yes. Okay. Remember the one with Brandon Lee in 1986? Yeah. yeah. So that's Mike. Mike Vendrell did the stunt coordinating on that series. Oh, wow. Cool. Series. Yeah. So, and I met Mike Vendrell through a friend of mine, Razzar. in the movie. is His name yeah. is Mark Ginther, who's also very top stunt guy these days as well but Mark Ginther introduced me to Mike Vendrell Mike Vendrell put me in Newsies on uh, Newsies I met Andy Armstrong Andy Armstrong stunt coordinated Stargate remember Stargate Man, yeah I was just yes.
2: gonna ask you about that
1: yeah well he's so, so Andy Armstrong coordinated that he hired me they flew me out to Yuma Arizona I was the stunt double for the character Nabe in Ooh. uh in yeah, in Stargate, which was a very exciting time yeah, to be.
2: I love Stargate.
1: Yeah, Stargate was really cool because we, we, they flew us to Yuma, Arizona. There's a big sand dune national cool. park out there. They actually
2: built that whole pyramid out um, mm-hmm. in the desert. Wow, it. Yeah, that was fun.
1: Now, you talk about getting on. We got on these sand rails, and they took me out to the set. And we're coming up and over this one big sand hill. And as we go up on the top, we come over. You can just see the pyramid right up here before you cool. and it was as if you're in you know egypt it was, really it was, there huh? <laughs> yeah, it was really there it wasn't green
2: but so you really got to like experience the stargate in a way that <laughs> even most audience members didn't really
1: no yeah no that was, <laughs> It's almost that like was, it
2: being real
1: yeah it was that was a fantastic <laughs> cool. movie i mean because we were on location it was way out in the boondocks oh, and it yeah. was uh, it was as if we were actually in that because it was just all around yeah that stargate
2: that's really cool. And also I see you were in the Rundown. What was that experience like? That's a really yeah, cool. Experience. Yeah,
1: don't ask me about the Rundown. No, no, I'm just
2: <laughs> I'm I'll, sure. I'll
1: tell you. But the Rundown, that was a good that was a good movie. That was, you know, Dwayne Johnson, I think that was like his one of his first movies. To yeah, be, yeah. kind of started making him a superstar. But um <clears throat> about Okay, we filmed that in the in the arboretum right there in L.A. Uh huh. Okay, but about two weeks before that, they were in Hawaii filming on location. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I didn't go to I didn't go to Hawaii. That's why I'm upset. okay. Oh, oh. but, no, but, but anyway, <laughs> what they did in the arboretum, so we had to find you know the the palm trees, something that looked like the jungle. And what no. they did is they got a huge steel frame over on top, uh, held up by cranes, right? Uh, and they attached all these wires to it because that was all done by wire work, uh-huh. which was the first time I've ever worked with wi- you know, wires like oh, that.
2: Cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was exciting. Although, um, yeah, it was the first time. Although I, I didn't realize what I needed. W- a very important thing that you're going to need is your cup when you do something like that. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: everything. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. So, so, Ouch. so, anyway, yeah. Um, when we rehearsed it, we rehearsed it in North Hollywood in a warehouse uh, on these mats. And I didn't have my cup that day. Oh, And, man. Uh, oh, man, at the end of that day, I swear I could not have filmed the movie if we had to film it the next day. I was, <laughs> I was, I was in pain. So they're gone for about a month. Thank God, I guess, they went to Hawaii, they filmed all that stuff. And then, then we went back to film it. But during that month, I, I healed up. And so when when we actually filmed it in the arboretum, I was ready but uh but yeah that that yeah. was a, that's you talk about experience that that I always remember now I know for sure what to do, but um but yeah, we filmed it in the arboretum, and like I said, um uh, Dwayne Johnson, he was a great guy, just to you know cool. just to film with yeah his his chest was the size of both of my thighs put together, you know, I mean he was just, <laughs> oh, he, yeah this guy was, he,
2: know, just, yeah,
1: yeah. And it was a fun time, though very fun time. The whole cast was fun.
2: Cool, that's awesome. You got to meet uh, Christopher Walken. Chat yeah, him. I
1: met him. I met Christopher Walken. He was a really good actor. I like him.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's and, amazing. And, uh, yeah, That I mean, too, man. Yeah, definitely. I love that movie.
1: Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, yeah, and Ernie Reyes. I don't know
2: if you know. Oh him. yes, yes, yes yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so Ernie yeah, Reyes
1: Jr. was our, you know, was our boss, and he was obviously Kino in the second movie, turtle uh-huh. movie. So, um, and then I was going to mention is, oh yeah, on Stargate, I wanted to mention is that um, one time I was, you know, I, Kurt, Kurt Russell was, you know, the, the, one of the principals that him and James Spader. Yeah. But the Kurt Russell, I remember being, I, okay, this, I remember being in the makeup trailer, you know, being made up. It was just me and the makeup artist. And I think one of the producers was in there, you know, just talking with another producer. I think they were both in there at the far end of the trailer. Uh-huh. Okay. And now there's only one door out of that trailer, but uh, Kurt Russell comes up and he blocks that door. He's very angry. He's almost, you know, extremely angry because we have to, apparently, we have to work seven days. And uh-huh. he yells at these producers. He goes, no, fuck. sorry, no darn way. I'm going to work seven swear. days. You-
0: You can swear on this podcast. It's
1: all right. Yeah, no way. I'm going to work seven days. I'm going to go home tonight as soon as we're done, and I'm going back to L.A. Uh, uh,
0: Obviously, he didn't
1: want to be there uh, for that seven days. I just remember me and the, you know, me and the makeup guy. We were looking at each other like, "There's no way we could go because we couldn't get out of there." He was kind of blocking the only way out. But yeah. Yeah, some I got some stories actually. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> did you guys Did you guys see Ted Two? Uh,
0: I, I did not actually. I saw the first one. Okay, well, but yeah, I see but, that on your IMDb.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. and Ted Two, okay, so the guy who made the costumes, you know, that I bought mine from, uh, Daniel Bravo. I guess apparently mm-hmm. the producers of Ted Two saw it, saw those costumes at at a Comic Con, and they decided to call him up and put it in Ted Two. The movie Ooh. tattoo because at the end I hope I don't give it I don't think I'm gonna give it away but at there's the end when the bad guy before. hides as Raphael so there's kind of you know they show the the Ninja Turtles anyway I worked on on tattoo as Michelangelo which yeah, was my yeah. latest thing nice the nice. only bad thing is the guy who did the costuming didn't know how to negotiate so so I didn't get credited <laughs> for it so that's too bad
2: but but cool, that, that like was me the, the <laughs> yeah dancing, the turtles dancing
0: yeah that's That's really cool so you worked on ninja turtles three as well correct
1: yeah i did work on three Well, the thing is this on on the second one i actually got injured actually three of us got injured um yeah okay we can get into this (laughs) okay so you remember remember okay well remember the junk junkyard scene when ralph ralphie's tied up at the post there yeah and then we sneak in Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's me, Donnie, and Leo. We're sneaking in, and we, you know, we say this is a little too, you know, easy, and then they trap us, right? Okay. So they get you in the cargo net, and so, so basically, we, so they put the stunt guy, the action turtles, in this cargo net, and what's supposed to happen is that cargo net is attached to a cable with a hydraulic lift off, off outside the, the where, you know, the sound stage. It's supposed to go up twenty feet, like like that, right? It's just gonna, you know, just go up so fast. Well, about ten feet off the floor, the cable snaps and oh. it drops us right onto the stage floor. And I swear, it was as quiet as a you know church in there. You know, I mean, if, if, you, you could hear you could heard a pen drop because everybody thought that we were definitely you know, we were killed. Basically, we were dead, oh, and sheesh. we were we were seriously hurt though because on the cargo net in order so, so if, they, if they just had the cargo net we would have bunched up on each other so they ended up putting a steel frame so that we wouldn't bunch up uh oh, the wow. three of us but but that frame actually landed on on stephen hole's um ankle okay oh, so yeah it, it landed on it broke it in three places and that thing oh. swelled up like a balloon so fast that oh. if they didn't if they didn't get him to you know the medevac out of there um, he would have lost his leg, basically. Wow. Uh, yeah, Larry Lamb compressed his back. He was out of the shoot. We had, uh, we we filmed about three fourths of the movie. We we had about two weeks left. Oh. But, wow. uh, but Larry Lamb and Stephen Hall were both out of the movies. We we got replacements for those guys from that point on, and I actually severed my MCL um, on that fall. So so the week before, remember I mentioned about the. Disco scene with the one yeah, with vanilla ice and so forth. Anyway, in that fight sequence, I I slammed my knee against the the disco floor and I and I bruised. You know, I guess I I sprained it or something, but it wow. really hurt. So it was my MCL, which is your medial collateral ligament, which which would what that does is a stabilize you laterally or knee laterally. So if uh-huh. you move side to side, you know, you're able to stop on a dime and so forth. But on on that fall you know when that cable snapped it severed that MCL. so now every time i moved laterally it was like gumby my knee would not stabilize oh. it was it would just come out of yeah. its socket because it, there was nothing to support it there or stabilize it
0: yeah and uh, and
1: that and that was the weirdest feeling i couldn't even describe it it just yeah. felt like gumby in the scene i threw a, a front kick oh. the foot soldier was grabbed grabbed it but with the other kick i would jump up and kick his face you know okay and at yeah. the same time i was going to spin but as i spin my and i hit the oh, ground wow. my leg slammed on it you know sideways now in between the the turtle suits um uh, we have the you know we have the um the knee pads and so forth they're leather but still there's that there, some of your 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 bones are exposed on the joints oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah and that, yeah. that's when so that's what i hit and stuff Ouch. and uh and Then, like I said, the next week we were—I we, severed it on the on the cable snap. But um, yeah, that was a scary time. But we didn't—we ended up not suing. I got workers' comp. I ended up finishing the movie. But about a month, it never healed. So I went to go check it out. I got an MRI. I severed it, and so I had to get an operation.
0: And oh, that took man. about
1: two years to yeah come back and from that and stuff. So
0: crazy yeah yeah,
1: no it was crazy and it was actually better than my other knee for the longest time but about maybe four years ago it's starting to bother me again now oh wow yeah i guess i'll go knocking on their door again no i'm just joking
0: (laughs) (laughs) was the was the overall i don't know how to say this like the overall vibe going in ninja turtles three was it any different from two or Pretty much yeah. the same. Oh,
1: yeah. Sorry, I never finished that. That's all right sorry all right. All right yeah, no so problem. here's the thing no. about Turtles Three. Okay, so I i was injured on the second movie. So I, I was not contracted to do the third movie as Michelangelo. What happened was is that they were gonna actually film it up in Canada because there was you know it was cheaper up in there at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: there was very expensive in LA to film here. Uh and so they were gonna film up in Canada. So they had to have seventy-five percent of the cast had to be Canadian so they ended up um I think they contracted another uh guy from Canada his name is Shashir Inicola
0: Mm. which
1: and so forth so so he was the guy who did Michelangelo in the third movie but Pat Johnson did call me and he said well you know did you if you still want to work on it you're welcome to come up and work you're you're just going to be uh one of the Japanese warriors that you know one of the bad guys basically that the the turtles beat up so that's what I did I, I they ended up filming it in Astoria or, you know, in Oregon. And I drove up, I drove up there and, uh, and I was, yeah, a bad guy. So you're not going to see my face either because, you know, it's not, it was supposed to take pla- place in ancient Japan. Right. Um, and so, so you'll see me from the back is what I'm saying. Although in one of the scenes while I was there, I was on the second unit. Uh, Stephen Ho, the uh, fight turtle for Donatello was on the first unit. They were filming a, a scene with him. They needed somebody else in a turtle suit for Donatello uh, in the second unit. So they cool. asked me to suit up and I did one scene, the scene that they slide down the sewer.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know, yeah. yeah. Donna as Donatello.
0: And, um, oh, cool. and
1: nice. yeah. So that was kind of a nice thing. But, um, but I was, again, I didn't work on the full movie as the turtle. Mm. Cool. but still it was a great time because it was just nice to be on set again uh cool. although by that time you know jim henson the creature shops did the first two movies yeah and, and you guys are familiar with jim henson yes. oh, yeah okay yeah the muppets and you know all that stuff so yeah, kermit the frog so yeah wow. they did the first two movies the third movie from what i heard you know was done by all effects so yeah. they, they got the, the the third movie. So so what I'm saying is that the costume was different, um, oh, wow. and it wasn't it wasn't as high tech or as good as the, yeah the handsome movies. Oh wow. Yeah, but it was still. I mean, looking back at it now, it was still you know
0: okay. It <laughs> was kid, this, I didn't notice it at all. Really. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't notice anything like that. It was just they all seemed kind of like the same. Right. Right, Rather I guess be, yeah, most
1: people won't won't know the difference either. But but I mean, some of the pattern, if you look at on the different turtles from the first two movies and the third yeah. one, the patterns on their spots and stuff are different. Yeah. And just the animatronics aren't as smooth. Yeah. It's right. very choppy. And, and from what I heard, this is what I heard, but Jim, our, our, the all-effects people, what I'm trying to say is, I guess they, I don't want to say they lift, well, they lifted Jim Henson's uh, you know, technique. So they kind of, of underbid him for the third movie. So we just oh, kind wow. of like, yeah.
2: like reverse engineered or something.
1: Right. I guess I don't know how they did it,
2: but they got, yeah.
0: they got, they were able to get,
1: you know, the, the, the bid for the third movie.
0: Yeah. Too bad. Wow. Maybe yeah, Henson's and... could, they, him and the company saw that maybe the script wasn't as strong as the first two and that's why they pulled out.
1: Well, I mean, that could have something to do with it as well. But from what I heard, uh, you know, they, they bid for it as well. It's just that, mm-hmm. I guess, the other company underbid them.
0: Yeah. so um, um, They were able to
1: get the job. Yeah. But, um, which was too bad. I think, yeah, maybe it wasn't as strong as the first two, but, but I think with the, you know, with the Jim Henson uh, the animatronics, I mean, that was just one out of things that probably dragged it down as well is what I'm saying.
2: I cool. cool.
1: It, it just wasn't, should have been a Jim Henson. knife I thought but what what do I know <laughs> you know I just work on the
0: thing that's all I, I have one last question and then yes. Stefan you can close this out if you want but yeah. uh, if you have another question of course Stefan but um so like I think probably the main thing in martial arts movies world these days is John Wick as far as I can tell Are, do, what is your opinion on the state of martial arts cinema in general now i know um, it's kind of a broad question but do, are, are, do you think it's changed for the good for the bad or or uh i mean are you getting what you want out of martial arts movies or i don't know like what, what do you think about all this
1: well i mean i think they're they're um i mean the black panther just came out right yes yeah. yeah did you guys see the, that movie? yeah yes I, I didn't see it was, i mean was there martial arts in
2: that? um it's not it's more that was one of the bigger gripes with the film not to spoil anything but it's good the fight scenes are a little cg heavy okay. um so there's a couple other scenes where they're not in the costumes exactly oh, where they where they have some cool choreography and some fighting which is really good because it seems like they did at least go to reference like an african style of fighting african martial arts oh yeah yeah um oh, interesting okay yeah yeah
1: I have to see it. I got made this week. I've got to go it's see
2: good. that. Yeah.
1: But, but I haven't, you know, I mean, I've been, from what I've seen, you know, I really don't know what the state is. I mean, I guess it's good for the people that are out there now. But what I'm saying is that I'd like to see and, you know, this is, I've always wanted to make a movie like Enter the Dragon. Yeah. That's that. And I gotta I go back to that because, I mean, Bruce Lee didn't need to CG, you know, CGI and all mm-hmm. that. He was, he was that, embodiment of, of, of a dragon or whatever you want to call it yeah. he had everything you didn't need to have any special effects with him or anything like that so mm-hmm. so what i'm saying is that there's there's things that i've written that i cool. hope that i'm going to make that I, I you know that and one of them is you know something along those lines of an answer the dragon
2: cool that'd be amazing
1: i would love to you know get that out on the screen so we'll see i mean i'm pushing for that now i mean cool. i through the years, I haven't, you know, I've been, you know, it, you have to live life. And yeah. I, you know, at the time I have a family and stuff. So I, I not only did movies, I, I did, you know, I worked as a, as a fitness instructor for many years and, you know, I've been going to school for film. So, so I've been doing some writing myself and, um, and I have some stories to tell and I hope that cool. I can tell them.
0: That's exciting. Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And when I do get them together, I'll let you guys know. Maybe we yeah, can do
0: an interview. That would awesome. be fucking awesome, awesome, man. All right. Stefan, you got any last
2: uh, question here? Um, I just also saw that you uh, worked on John Carter in some capacity. It says I'm credited oh. on the IMDb. Was that a, a fun experience at all? I really like that movie. I think I'm one of the few people who likes that movie.
0: But I like it. Yeah. It's, well,
2: yeah. you
1: know what? I, I'm sorry it didn't get as much credit. as, as I thought it was pretty good
2: yeah yeah i like
1: just you know what i think it is it might have been the title
2: yeah john that's carter, a lot of people think. and that was yeah. it
1: They, sh- I because th- the way they when i first heard that movie i think it was called john carter from mars or something yeah john
2: carter mars
1: of mars right why didn't they keep that i don't know why but i
2: know yeah the the books are called the um the uh what is it called the a princess of mars was the first book that it's based on uh-huh and so i heard I, I heard an argument that like no girl is gonna want to go see a movie that has mars in the title and no boy is gonna want to go see a movie that has princess in the title i think that's <laughs> kind of bullshit but um yeah, yeah
1: it sounds. It is, it but is.
2: there was a, from day one i think there was a serious issue with the titling and i think uh andrew stanton who directed it who also directed wally before that oh, okay. I, I think he was yeah, pushing andrew for
1: andrew St- it. stanton yeah. i think stanton yeah stanton okay. yeah Right,
2: right. And he was pushing for that John Carter of Mars title, but it seems like Disney wanted to, I don't know. Oh,
1: man. They should have listened to him, I think. Yeah. Because, because that, I mean, i that's what I think that probably what did it in, which is too bad because um, I, I thought it was fun. But you really don't want to hear this story, do you? All <laughs> right. All right, I'm going to tell it to you. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But here's the thing. All right. So you—so remember, I, t- I mentioned Mark Ginther. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Mark Inther, he was Razzar, the actor on on the second movie, but Ooh. he was he was the stunt coordinator for pickup shots at at uh for this movie, John Carter. So he, he called me up saying asked me if I want he's doing some pickup shots for the movie. So mm. I don't know if he worked on the whole movie, but I just did the pickup shots. Oh, okay. So anyway, I go down to I think it's um, Marina Vista or Mar Marvesta vista i think it's called yeah down by lax anyway yeah. that there i think howard hughes used to house his spruce goose
2: oh wow and,
1: uh, <laughs> it, 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 so yes this huge building oh, wow. but once i walk in like the walt disney people converted that whole thing into a green screen room
2: oh wow okay,
1: so yeah. it's huge and they made it into a green screen room so here's the reason why so they saw so on what we had to do was there were two armies, huge armies. There was the red army, I think it was, and the blue army. They mm-hmm. were Roman fighting armies, right? And they, so they would say action, and these two armies came in, and they converged, and they were fighting. I guess the the director, Andrew Stanton, said cut, mm-hmm. and he goes, I need something else when we start this scene. What do we need? I think what we need is a body. When you say action, to drop right in front of the camera. So my uh-huh. friend, Mark Ginther, he looks around, he goes, Nick, come here. <laughs> go, when they say action I want you just to drop right in front of that camera so you can that's all I did all day cool. so basically I worked on it one day yeah. and if you blink I'm that dead guy in front of the camera lens probably you saying I can't see move it get him out of the way or, Wow. You know, that's all I did on that movie but cool. but it was fun because I'll tell you why because once we've shot a couple of takes as we were walking off the set, right off the set you had all these computer guys on on the outside there just as you get off the set
2: uh-huh. and they were
1: already rendering that whole movie
2: yeah as, holy as shit wow.
1: that's how fast mm. that was happening yeah I mean they were getting that done just like that it was crazy
2: yeah. they were like all animation guys basically Andrew yeah, and they, from they Pixar, must have yeah. or I, I guess Pixar animated is, a lot of
1: is that what yeah I, know, I don't know yeah. I don't know but all I know is that they were I could see, you know, just what we yeah. shot, and they were also doing all this stuff.
2: It was yeah, amazing. that's crazy, awesome. Glad I asked that. That's awesome
0: insight into that movie. Yeah, yeah,
2: sung classic, folks. Watch John Carter.
0: Just yeah, like, I saw it. It's quite uh, good. Yeah, like Star Wars, but not. You know, yeah,
1: please watch it. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's I just got old- my
1: residual from from that
0: one, by the way. Oh, nice! I yeah. tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, man. Well, I think that's gonna do it. Thanks for coming on, dude. This has been yeah, awesome. Y- yeah, yeah really. you bet
1: it. And thank bye. you for having me, you guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Okay, I'll, I'll you know I'll check back with you when I'm when I got my stuff coming too. For nice. sure. you. All right. Take cool, care of yourselves. Man.
0: Take yeah. care. You as well.
1: Right. Okay, bye, bye, Andrew. Bye, Stephen.
2: Bye. bye. All right, and that does it for episode one fourteen. That was Nick Palma. Um, We hope you really enjoyed all the -the behind-the-scenes tidbits he was able to drop on your ass. Um, I know we did. I know I'm glad to know somebody else likes John Carter like we do. Uh, As well as like to thank Shasta for her contributions to our Patreon. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Um, Anybody out there who wants to donate to our Patreon, please don't be shy. Uh, Please feel free to drop in there anything that you may have to too bad we can't receive buttons because those can be valuable sometimes too but uh if you got bitcoin that'll work (laughs) um yeah that's gonna do it for us you guys the else andrew well that's it for me man awesome hell yeah this is stefan and andrew and i'm signing off
0: signing off see ya This is Stefan from the Super
2: House Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken
0: social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. (laughs) Yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar
2: You get to go on a date with one of us for (laughs) $10,000. But you You pay for everything. (laughs) You get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. For a million, (laughs) I'll give you Joey for a
0: weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. (laughs) Superhouse Gigolo Project. (laughs) Links in the description.